0: Welcome to the No Clue Podcast, Episode 184. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Free agency weekend has pretty much passed. Uh, at the time <laughs> of recording this, uh, we were three days into free agency. Um, there's a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. a lot of stuff happening. It hit us fast, like a, like a tsunami.
0: <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah. Not well, as surprising as I think most would have uh, thought it would have been, at least widespread-wise. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think last time, definitely last time, we talked about uh, the Kyrie saga in Brooklyn continuing. Um, Him not sure if he was coming back or not. Uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets looking for teams to – Sign and trade him, or maybe teams that were willing to take on a contract with him if he was a free agent. They didn't find any. So, uh, he did opt in since our last podcast. And what was the <laughs> as as time in?
1: frame? Yeah. It was like within a day.
0: Right. He opted in the day, uh, he s- said he was going to opt in Wednesday. Um, I believe it was either Tuesday night or Wednesday. And then by Thursday morning, Durant, Kevin Durant, has had demanded a, uh, well, I should say requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. So as soon as Kyrie did agree to opt in to the team, Durant decided to leave the team. Um, allegedly, according to Woj and Brian Windhorst, that they do still want to play together. I'm not sure if I buy that or not, but uh, they just don't want to be on the Brooklyn Nets anymore. At least Durant doesn't. Uh, so now we're at a place where Durant is looking. I guess the Brooklyn Nets are looking for places they can move Kevin Durant, who obviously is a major uh, contract haul to move. One of the most, one of the highest paid players in the league, obviously one of the highest value players in the league as far as what you would expect to get back from a trade. Um, He released his, I guess, a portion of his list and includes the two number one seeds from the last year's playoffs, which is the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat. Um, However, (laughs) he doesn't want to play for either team if either team has to give up its at least two best best players. players. Yeah, at least two. In Miami, he said three. So, uh, and the only reason he didn't say three in Phoenix is because currently DeAndre Ayton is still a restricted free agent. So, (sighs) likely going to Miami, there's no way to go there without moving – the three people he said he wants to play with, which is Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo. And then going to Phoenix, uh, very hard to get Durant without moving Chris Paul, Devin Booker, or DeAndre Ayton. So we're at that crossroads now, just to get you guys an update. We don't know who else was on Durant's list, though. Um, those two teams happen to be on the list, but they didn't say that was the complete list so who knows i'm pretty sure
1: i'm fairly certain the clippers were on his list as well
0: Mm, okay clippers on the list too so who knows what we'll see in the next couple days as far as what uh what new teams emerge uh how do you feel about this i feel like i covered everything right
1: yeah, that was a good summary of everything at least up to this yeah. point. And obviously shock, you know, Thursday morning, I was shocked. There was no indication we had we had kind of seen some reporting on KDn having not talked to them. Uh he he said himself that he's not going to be involved in the Kyrie contract, which, you know, the way he explained it as like a friend, so I get that. Yeah. And the moment Kyrie Irving opts in, Katie's out of there. Yeah. And, yeah. and my first reaction was, he must have a problem with Kyrie.
0: Right. I, I think that was a warranted first reaction. Because I agree.
1: <clears throat> but then when you think about it, like, Kyrie's only coming back for the year. They're still looking to move him. I imagine like that was always kind of the idea that they'd still be looking at the options. Yeah. The the more likely scenario is KD just hates the Nets.
0: Well, let me um let me frame the Kyrie situation. The only reason why last week the team and Kyrie were working together with his list who I think at that time was the Knicks, the Heat, the Lakers, Um, who else? Philly, maybe? The Knicks, the
1: Philly was on the list, I think.
0: Yeah, Philly, I think. And I think it was one other team. But the only reason why that scenario went how it did was because Kyrie had not opted into the contract yet. So had they not found somewhere Kyrie actually wanted to go, there was no guarantee Kyrie would actually sign the deal with Brooklyn for them to trade him. Otherwise he could have just not opted in and become a free agent. So now that he has opted in, Brooklyn doesn't have to go off of a list from Kyrie at all. Yeah. They can trade Kyrie to wherever they want. He doesn't have a no trade clause so they can trade him to wherever they see fit now. Um, So Durant Durant's list being different let's say Durant and Kyrie did really want to play together Now it's really according to Durant's list because I think Durant might have a no trade clause so Let's say his list has Utah on it, and they can figure that out then they can trade Kyrie They can make Kyrie a part of any trade that they do even if it's a three-way trade even if they have to or a four-way trade where they have to send Kyrie somewhere so they can send Durant somewhere, which is possible. Um, uh, so now I think Durant maybe knowing that Kyrie now is to the mercy of whatever Brooklyn decides that makes it, that opens up more trade opportunities for extra teams to be involved in a trade for Kevin Durant. Cause now let's say, Let's say they want to do a three-way trade where uh, Kyrie ends up in Sacramento and Fox ends up on Brooklyn, but Sabonis ends up on the Lakers and Durant ends up on Sacramento, whatever. If they did something like that, then Kyrie can just be a part of a deal now. He's just an asset for Durant to be moved at this point.
1: So... It seems to me he wanted Kyrie to get a new contract. Right. Cuz they are friends again. I'm I, it's hard for me to imagine that KD hates him that much to the moment he finds out that Kyrie's potentially staying, he leaves.
0: Yeah, right.
1: The more likely scenario to me is he wanted Kyrie since he's put, you know, he was planning to stay there for a long time. He wanted the security of knowing Kyrie would be there for a long time. On Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay. Th- that's just my idea. Again, I just... What other possible reason could he have for not wanting to be there?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, especially since they've had so much freedom with the organization, with the franchise, with choosing the coach. They've probably picked what jerseys they wear every night. It's just they've, they've had so much freedom with the players, the staff... So I'm not sure why he wouldn't want to be there at this point. Um, When you say he wanted Kyrie to get a contract, you mean as far as him, like, he wanted to make sure Kyrie had money? No,
1: like a new multiple-year contract.
0: Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, right. And Brooklyn wasn't willing to offer that. No,
1: and nobody else seems to either.
0: I'm not sure I'm not sure if that matters to him as much because all Kyrie has to do is just play this year and he can get a multi-year contract that next year like
1: isn't that the, the idea that like Brooklyn is so they they're so obviously that they, they they don't want Kyrie part of the culture
0: i I don't know if I'd go that far. I think this year they after this year they're not willing to commit to Kyrie but I I think I think if I was Durant I would think okay well just bust it out next season and you know just prove that you can be you can get another contract. You're going to get 37 million this year so just you know just play one more year and get your money. Cuz all Kyrie would have to do is play 70 games this season and they'd give a multi-year contract but, next year
1: but you're you're pretending like we're talking about two reasonable basketball players who are locked in <laughs> on the game who don't worry about who the coach is they don't worry about how their coach their team players for these guys are not that kd I, in I his own word kd in his own words said like i was frustrated by the fact that um the front office didn't take the time to understand Kyrie. Right. Understand what? How un- like how not committed he is to the team? Yeah, I-, I get what you're saying, yeah. This is why, to me, like Brooklyn hasn't really shown any kind of, outside of moving Kyrie, they didn't really show the willingness to like really make their roster that much better.
0: I think the Harden trade made the roster a lot better. They didn't have to do that.
1: I don't know, man. I And Durant and and Kyrie did that. Listen, so, the the point for me is KD is just out of his mind.
0: <laughs> I I'm not sure I don't understand the timing of Kyrie getting the deal and KD requesting the trade. I don't understand. There's there's something weird about
1: that. Of
0: course. Yeah, okay. Of course it is. We're
1: on the same page then.
0: Yeah. And like I said, the only thing is, the only thing I could understand is if Kyrie's, I mean, if Kevin Durant's agent told him, well, if Kyrie signs, he can be an asset for you to go wherever you want. Because if Kyrie doesn't sign, it makes it a lot harder to trade, to trade Durant. A lot. If he's just a free agent. But the thing is, If he was a free agent and he went somewhere durant i guess potentially could have followed him after requesting a trade to go wherever kyrie went but you know that might not have worked either if they if they're if they're really that close it's it's weird if they're really that close first of all but um if they were if that's the situation then that that would work too but Doing it this way is just a weird way. It, it just has to be an agent-run uh, maneuver if it really is about them playing together, which I don't think it is. I don't think they want to play together. I don't believe what Woj or Windhorse says. I'm just not. I'm not buying that. I think Durant wants to get away from Kyrie. I think. I think Durant is so. So bent on avoiding any media presence anything that the media says that makes a little bit of sense Durant like spends so much time trying to prove it wrong or trying to argue against it so i think this Kyrie situation saying is downhill whatever it was all the publicity Kyrie brought to the nets for the last week i think um i think Durant is just trying to get away from that i really do i think it has nothing to do with necessarily Kyrie himself i just think it's um I just think it's situation. Durant doesn't want to play with Ben Simmons, who has drama. Kyrie has drama. Steve Nash has drama. You know, I just think he wants to get away from that. And that's every time he's left somewhere, it seems like it rooted in some kind of inter-squad drama.
1: It's just it's so bizarre to me. You know what I think? And this is just, again, from what we saw from them this year. Yeah. I don't think he wants the carry the backpack the team in the backpack smoke.
0: It is weird if it's weird that he argued that he was the bus driver in the Golden State situation and then first thing he does is say I'm done being the bus driver.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I I think he's 34. He just got cooked in the playoffs. He, I think he yeah. knows Kyrie got cooked alongside me. A lot of these guys Nash doesn't know what he's doing, but I'm not going to I'm not going to take that responsibility cuz you know that's Nash's problem now. I just I don't want to be here. This doesn't work for me cuz it's not a perfect situation like Golden State was. The moment you if like let's let's not forget the fact that he left OKC when the blame started shifting to him. Yeah. For a long for the longest time it was Harden choked in the finals. Russ is not a point guard, according Magic Johnson himself said that. The yeah. moment KD chokes, and now we're looking at KD, all of a sudden he goes to the best team. Perfect situation. Perfect. And, of course, he wins. Because Golden State just showed us they're the perfect culture. Right. I think he tasted that success. He didn't like the criticism that came with it. So he thought Brooklyn would work out. Yeah. And he picked the worst running mate he possibly could have.
0: Running mates. Do you know how many games... <laughs> Do you know how many games um, Kyrie and Durant played together?
1: <laughs> Good Lord, I don't even want to hear this number. It was three seasons, right? They were on the same team? Two seasons?
0: Three seasons, Three yeah.
1: seasons. Oh, God. Over, it's... Is it over a (laughs) hundred?
0: It's not. It's not even close.
1: Don't tell me it's like in the fifties. There's no way. (laughs) No. How many games?
0: 44 games. (laughs) Kyrie and Kevin Durant played 44 games together in three years.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean, look, countless people have framed it in the exact way that you need to frame it. My guy left Steph Curry for this.
0: You know how many they played with Harden? How many of those 44 were with Harden as well?
1: Like 12. 16. That doesn't surprise me. I remember... When when all three of them were actually playing, it, a lot of guys were getting hurt at that point.
0: They were thirteen and three when they all played together.
1: Man, that's a title contender right there.
0: Five and one in the playoffs.
1: <clears throat> they did look great before uh, Kyrie went down with the ankle. Yeah, but again, KD like. KD is such a high-level scorer that even with Kyrie out and Harden injured, they were they almost beat the champs. Yeah, like it's not like Brooklyn is missing anything. To your point, Brooklyn has bent over like done and t- done everything they've asked. I mean,
0: without Harden there, without Simmons on the court, they you know took the. Uh, this other champs to basically all games that came down to like the last second. Exactly. For I mean, it was a sweep, but every game was like a last second shot close. Yes. So I mean, when Katie and Kyrie played together, Kyrie averaged twenty six, uh, five, and four. Just some bad ten made free. I mean ten made field goals. I mean.
1: It just, <laughs> you know, this puts uh, in perspective uh, again the commitment to the game, because yeah. Russ was an a absolute shit show this year, and the Lakers are yeah. back in. LeBron's fine, AD's there. Like, we're right back. We're running it back.
0: Mm, yeah, it may not be by choice, but yeah.
1: Kyrie was averaging great numbers. He was cooking when he was playing, but him not being yeah. there. KD said, fuck this, I'm out.
0: Yeah. To me, it says a lot more about KD than it does Kyrie. Oh. The only reason Kyrie wasn't going to come back to the Nets is because he just won a long-term deal. It right. had nothing to do with who he was playing with. Doesn't seem like he cares who he's playing with, unless it's LeBron. But other than that, it didn't seem like he had any other quarrels other than...
1: Nah, man. Just, KD, you know, KD ruined his legacy with this to me ruin his own legacy? Yeah, especially if he goes to Miami or Phoenix. Bro, he thought it's the criticism is going to be even worse than it was in Golden State.
0: Hey. At least I I told you The problem ago is it's going to be all be on back. him.
1: With Golden State like Golden State was so great that they looked bad that they were willing to take him. Yeah. Now, now, like obviously, Phoenix and Miami is going to capitalize if they have the, if they could do it. Yeah. But Durant is the one that now has proven to us, when adversity hits, I'm out of here. Yeah. Now, like that's an indisputable fact.
0: Yeah.
1: Ruined his legacy to me.
0: Yeah. I'm. I won't say that till I, t- till I see what team he goes to because I don't think he's going to Miami or Phoenix. I don't care if those are his top two teams. I hope I just you're don't right. see it working.
1: I, I hope you're right.
0: Phoenix is obviously more possible because of the Aiton situation, but Miami, I don't know. If he goes to Miami, I don't think Miami would be fun to watch, and I think Miami could still be beaten if he's there, especially by Boston. I
1: don't. I don't.
0: I think they can. I think so.
1: I think Miami is the only other team I can imagine him playing like he did on the Warriors with.
0: But will that win games for them? Absolutely. Um, not as easy as it did on the Warriors.
1: Okay, not quite <laughs> as easy but close to that.
0: <laughs> Thing is, even when when Durant was there, Draymond Clay and Steph showed up every night. Right? but Miami who's going to show up with Durant every night we never know bam played two good games in the entire playoffs
1: but now jimmy I mean, is literally on cruise control
0: he is yeah
1: like Miami has i don't know i don't know if they'll be able to like turn it on to your point against boston but they'll breeze through the season
0: I mean they'll they'll make the playoffs. I mean it's not like they're going to miss the playoffs. Like top so yeah. two
1: seed make the playoffs, absolutely.
0: Yeah, they did. They were the one, number one without him. Yeah, exactly. So of course they'll be. Yeah, I think they could still be number one, but they could still be beaten first round. To me,
1: I just think I I think Durant is exactly what you need on a team where you have to question if guys are going to step up. Because Durant Durant normally is he'll he'll take has, the. He'll take all the shots. He'll take the possessions, and but
0: that hasn't won. It's never won. That's the problem.
1: Durant. It's it's a different level scorer than anybody they've had though.
0: No, I'm saying when Durant having to do that has never won. Oh,
1: that is true. Yes.
0: Yeah. That, that's that's my only thing. When Durant has won, it's because he had other guys. Steph averaged like thirty in that in the playoffs when Durant won playoff MVP. I mean,
1: finals yep. MVP. Twenty nine, eight and eight, or something like that. Seven and
0: eight. Right. So, yeah, Durant can be that guy, but somebody still has to really step up. And I mean, again, we saw like, him when Kyrie didn't step up, Durant. KD's not a winner.
1: And... KD has is proving with this move he's not a winner because, as yeah, Draymond sure. proved it, Steph was taking all the double teams. Yeah. KD averaged thirty five. And I remember those series. He never had to work hard. No, he didn't. He didn't have to work he played, hard. He was a
0: role player on that team. A
1: role player, an
0: accelerated role player. A role like player.
1: I, so, so, like, like you play. said, for for Chuck to call him a bus driver, or for him, for Chuck to call him like that, he's never been a bus driver. For him to get offended at that, and then now prove that he's not. <laughs> like, I know. That's what I'm saying. That is crazy. He's out of his mind. <laughs> It's crazy, I'm honestly, man, I, I feel like he really sits on social media way too fucking much.
0: I don't know, it, maybe, yeah. Like somebody probably sends him those things because I don't know how he sees all of it. Yeah, he I does. really don't.
1: He's hip to like the the Nick Wright Nick Wright criticisms. Like, bro, he's hitting you with those at like seven, eight a.m like what are you getting off the, you getting off the court off your morning workout and checking what he's saying about you
0: it's like 5 a.m right uh, even earlier like
1: are you getting up yeah. and checking that shit it's even worse if people are doing it for him if anything
0: that's what i think i think people do it for him that's I really just
1: sick <laughs> yeah oh man i and well, him, him saying we'll the see. quote about the like the people who weren't in the gym with me don't know shit.
0: I didn't see that one.
1: I, yeah, I don't have it. He in front tweeted of me. that. I don't quote. Yeah, he, he. I think he's only tweeted once since the request.
0: Uh, <clears> Kyrie's tweet was nice. You know, the world is. I don't want to quote it either, but the world was watching, and I opt in or something, whatever it was.
1: Yeah, like that he, was interesting. He, trying to say like the like regular people do i don't i don't don't want to get into it but yeah (laughs) i just honestly man i think they're losing their minds with what like what people say about them how like people don't get them like it, it comes with the territory i i would think you would be able to handle the criticism i i'm
0: i agree i do so we will Obviously, keep you updated on whatever trade comes out of this. Yeah. Uh, if there's more than one, it looks like it will be more than one. But um, if you had to guess,
1: who who do you think will? Because uh, Brooklyn is expecting, obviously, a like a top tier, greatest of all time package kind of situation. Uh, yeah. Who do you think is gonna be more most likely to do it? Um. Not the obviously not the two number one seeds, assuming.
0: Mm. I don't know. I don't know who has <laughs> the thing is, the league is so top heavy. I mean, it in the east, all the stars are either on Boston or <laughs> Brooklyn, basically, or Miami. So it's like if it's not one of those three teams, I don't see anything really easy so I'm not sure who do you think you have someone in mind
1: not somebody in mind but like I'm trying to picture the teams that would have a lot of good pieces to move yeah and I'd also like to picture the Nets having some balls and sending KD where they want yeah um Indiana has a lot of good pieces Sacramento has a pieces they can move
0: I think Charlotte has a lot of good pieces that are movable. DC. I think Charlotte was Charlotte was my first was my first thought. Um, I had Denver in the back of my mind as well, uh, and maybe I think Toronto could sneak in there too.
1: Yeah,
0: I think Toronto Toronto has a shot. But those three, in I Toronto, think Toronto
1: be... Toronto like they obviously they're not giving you a star player. But if they're if Pascal, if if uh Boucher is in there, like you're getting the three starters and several draft picks, most likely.
0: Yeah, I would I would keep I would let Pascal go for Durant. Right. I would. I'm with that. But I I think uh you keep Van Vliet, you keep um
1: Barnes and Jenobi maybe one of them. I'm assuming probably yeah, not keep, both
0: right you gotta keep barnes barnes is a must keep but everybody else can go because and you keep boucher they just signed boucher so they can't trade him and that's i mean that's what we're going with right there van vliet trent durant boucher and anybody i'm I'm cool with that that. yeah so i i think they they're up there i think charlotte has i mean charlotte is just a gold mine of guys who can help other teams i think I think they're kind of moving away from Terry Rozier a little bit. Um so I could see him in the trade. Um we got to talk about somebody on there later, but I think they have a lot of pieces they could give up for um Durant. I would I would take you know PJ Terry, Hayward and one of their young guys for Durant. I think I think that's a fair in some picks. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. You get a lot of scoring. And, that's um, that's
1: what like, I'm I'm just I don't know the the what the trade would look like if it's with another star player.
0: I agree, yeah, because I don't think any star player is misplaced right now. Yeah, I really don't.
1: You know, and the way, especially with the way free agency has gone, we'll we'll touch on it a little bit more, but it just doesn't really seem like that the options are as versatile as KD and Kyrie thought.
0: Right. Now, I, I mentioned Denver. I think you throw Michael Porter Jr. in the trade and, you know, a couple of young guys, and you just say, okay, well, we're just going to keep Murray and Jokic. Everybody else can go. That's a You have a great team, and you get a lot of really good pieces. Michael Porter Jr. is someone that has, I won't say he has Durant capability, but he has best player on your team capabilities, especially yeah. if you got... If you do try to keep Kyrie and you bring Ben Simmons back with Michael Porter Jr., I like that. I like that squad already. Those three—that's a nice big yeah. three to me.
1: Bro, Jokic playing with KD would—he'd lead the league in assists like easily. <laughs> yeah. And if Murray's yeah. back, good god. <laughs> uh,
0: but I think that if you're Denver, why not? I would trade Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Bones, Highland, whoever y'all want, other than Jokic and Murray. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah
1: take it i mean this is exciting because any any team kd goes to is a contender
0: it is yeah he's he's one of the few guys that can make a, right. any team a contender um i know portland doesn't really have the assets but
1: i know if we he went to portland I mean, between right now, we obviously we talked about on, on on air a little bit more but memphis would be a sick spot for him to go to if they could make that work
0: see and i would have said memphis but you mentioned having the balls to unload pieces i don't think they would do it i think they have the pieces but they won't they nah, won't
1: yeah it. they're a team they're a team that doesn't need to take that risk
0: right they don't yeah they got a really nice squad they yeah. could come out the west with what they got honestly yeah but no you're right you're right i think cleveland has a lot of nice pieces yeah, um, i
1: forgot about cleveland
0: yeah sign and trade you take um Sexton take Jared Allen back. Take all the all our bigs off our roster because we got Mobley. I mean they a lot of teams can do it. They could, but um
1: uh, I think Brooklyn teams, just has to A lot of those teams if it's not a star player, you gotta destroy your depth. Yeah. You just you yeah. have to like I'm thinking a team like Atlanta, if if there was a way, the depth is gone.
0: Yeah, the depth is you gone. You know,
1: man. a lot of these teams Pretty much all. I mean, teams like the Clippers. I mean, even mm-hmm. even Phoenix, you're probably going to be struggling with depth.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why those teams with the really good cultures, Denver, Memphis, uh, even with the depth gone, they got they have such a nice culture. They could interchange guys oh, yeah. really well. Miami, obviously. Um, and I think Charlotte. Charlotte just seems like, no matter who they bring out there just all of a sudden becomes a good player. So I wouldn't if I was Charlotte I wouldn't be worried if they wanted to do it but
1: yeah. They haven't had seen? like a KD level player to put it all together.
0: Right. And I mean think if they somehow manage to keep PJ they somehow managed to you know, I don't know what uh Montrez situation is going to be but if they manage to keep someone like him, PJ obviously lamello and really don't matter who starts at the two yeah. with that team they'd be they would be nice
1: i just hope so. it's it's a team that's not so complete that kd's self-respect is gone because <laughs> if he goes to <laughs> yeah. a charlotte if he goes to a charlotte then you got to work for it anyway so like I, yeah there's no problem there any a number of indiana dc like you got to toronto you got to work for it but, yeah. like, bro, feet, you don't got to work for it in Miami or Phoenix. You just don't. Right, yeah. It's literally you trying to copy Golden State.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they won't be able to. Of
1: course not. To be honest. Of course yeah. not. There's no way. Yeah.
0: We will see. Yeah. We will keep you updated.
1: Good luck, Brooklyn. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, good luck, Brooklyn. Yeah. I I would actually be more excited to see where Kyrie goes than Durant. To be honest, I think Kyrie can go to a lot of teams and make them contenders as well, as long as they have a decent, you know, a decent rest of the roster. Um, I shouldn't say contenders, but he could take a non-playoff team and put him in the playoffs if the team rest of the team is decent.
1: Well, I think he uh, could put Brooklyn in the playoffs if he's locked in next year.
0: Without Durant?
1: Yeah, especially considering they're going to get, you know, two starters minimum to fill out the roster.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. They'll have players. They'll have players. Yeah. I'm
0: not
1: going to throw out. I'm not going to go that far, but they still, you know, after KD requested the trade, a lot of their guys did resign. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of their contributing guys said, we're right back.
0: (laughs) Which was odd, but, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I we'll was see. sure Claxton was gone. I was looking I, forward I, to who he'd end up with.
0: I would have scooped Claxton up so quick if I was another team, man. I think he's going to be good, I, really. Um. Um, Okay. Uh, so, now to a trade that did happen. Enough about trades that haven't happened yet. A trade that did happen. Rudy Gobert has been traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. In exchange, and I had to pull this up because it is a lot of names, uh, Walker Kessler, who's a rookie, Leandro Bomaro, who I'm not familiar with, Patrick Beverly, Pat Bev, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and a 2023 first round pick, a 2025 first round pick, a 2027 first round pick, a 2029 first round pick protected and a 2026 pick swap. So, do you, which uh, team do you want to start with? Uh let's well, let's start with Minnesota because it's now that uh, Minnesota has Gobert. They're going with the Twin Towers um yeah. lineup uh, Yeah. They ca- call them the um, the Twin Towers of the Twin Cities.
1: I don't know, man. I, from a basketball standpoint, I don't see it. Okay. I I just don't see it. I think the game is too fast. I think like there's too many high-level perimeter scorers in the game now. Mm-hmm. And like Minnesota, like plays like the league. They've they for a number of years now. They play really fast. They get up and down. They they don't really defend. Go, for Gobert to like, for you to really maximize him as a piece, you can't play yeah. the way you've played the last several years. Okay. And and I just, I don't trust, we talked about teams before with good culture, they don't have that. Right. Their leadership, Cat doesn't really establish leadership, deloading is, is, it is what it is with deloading, that's not really working. I mean right. y- your most locked in player is in his second third year.
0: Yeah. Uh, and from what I've heard deloading is still on the block by the way, which is a good thing. Uh yeah. Yeah, but I mean it's it's not a good thing if you if you don't have any good trades for him yet. I, but yeah.
1: I just I, I don't think he fixes like he doesn't fix rebounding like people think. He he doesn't control Maybe he does in the regular season, but he doesn't really change. Like he doesn't really elevate you from what you just were this past year.
0: Um, I have pushback. Okay. Uh, but I'll I'll let you finish. You you got more.
1: No, I mean, again, my only issue with it is from a basketball standpoint. The fact that we're talking about Minnesota, like, coming off a playoff appearance, trying to build something, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I have no problem being wrong and them being a vicious front court together. I just don't see it.
0: I I think my issues with Minnesota last season, and Cat in particular, I think this helps at least how I felt about them and one thing about rudy gobert and his rebounding you're thinking his rebounding on the jazz was stifled by their lineup right because the the jazz played with four guards and rudy gobert so every team had two to three guys boxing rudy gobert out and nobody else because nobody else rebounded on the team yeah so it was just it made it hard for rudy gobert's rebounding numbers because Bogdanovich doesn't crash. Donovan doesn't crash. Conley doesn't crash. No one crashes. So it was just like a crowd around Gobert just preventing Gobert from getting offensive rebounds, from getting any kind of rebounds. So I think I'll say in his defense, I think the Jazz stifled at least his rebounding presence, what it looked like for the last three years at least. Now, in Minnesota, I think that this gives – cat a lot more freedom to not have to be a rebounding uh, presence as as much as he had to be last year because even though jared vanderbilt started at the four or five you know whatever he's really like a guard size at least you know uh he's really like a guard that just doesn't play guard for them just physical but he did yeah, he was just, he was physically he got rebounds. He has you know great athleticism, but um, having Gobert there, where Cat can spread the floor, I think Cat can exploit some mismatches that he really didn't get a chance to before because he had more responsibilities to be a big man. Um, yeah, and now I'm just obviously I'm only speaking in hypothetical, right? I'm just thinking. Of the positives, it could be. I think he will have a lot more freedom to be good on both ends, offensive and defense, because he won't have to be such a um, rim protector on defense. Because that's literally Al Gobert does well, at least, uh, you know, inside rim protector. Yeah, they may give up some blow buys, but now giving up blow buys, you have two people. You have a second line of defense. When Gobert gave up blow buys in Utah. There was nobody there. Like it was literally no one on the court that could play inside defense and very few guys on the team that played outside defense on the jazz. So I, I think now with Minnesota, okay, you blow by Gobert, but we have another seven footer that plays help that can play help defense. That that's something that neither team had really. That's my only, only thing I think could be positive, And that's the only positive thing about playing with twin towers in general I'm thinking of like the Powell and Bynum situation. Powell was really got a lot more freedom to pass, set high pick and pops that he really didn't get a chance to when he was in uh, Memphis. You can't,
1: you can't compare the what like Minnesota does. Powell had the triangle. Like Powell no, played in one I, of the few systems the that. My first my first problem is now now they can't play without a point guard. That's that's
0: a fact. They can't. And
1: all no, the stuff. And I'm all not the comparing Cat saying. to Powell
0: or or the the Timberwolves to the Lakers because they had Kobe right. too. No, I, no, I got but you. But I, I'm just saying it's just Pal has got more chances to be in other places on the floor when he wasn't playing center. That's all. And I, I think Cat will have a similar opportunity. Thing is, triangle or not, if Powell was their only center, he couldn't have done that stuff.
1: Uh, I, I think he could have. He wouldn't uh, have had the would, same like perimeter never... opportunities, especially to pass. But right. he'd be touching. He'd be getting post ups more. He'd begin a, a chances to attack more often.
0: But that, that, that's my point. I'm saying having the perimeter touch—that's what Cat wants. That, that's what makes Cat a little bit different from everyone else like him. He's so good because he's the quote unquote best big man shooter ever. If he doesn't have... I mean, getting Gobert gives him more opportunities to take threes without so much uh, negative impact. Because now there's someone who can rebound his threes. Now there's someone who can be inside when he is out there for a paint touch. Opposed to... It was just like... They played like a five out a lot of times last season. And yeah, uh, Russell and um, Edwards got to the basket. But they... They were the last guys back every time. Yes, they got beat on breaks every single time. And, and I think that Gobert's it helps now. Colbert's not that can...
1: fast, huh? Colbert's not fast.
0: No, he's not. He's not fast, but he's not slow. He's not slow. He, he's I, slow I, I, for the way they've
1: played at least this past year.
0: But he doesn't have to be the only big man that's fast. That's all I'm saying. Now it, it's you have two guys. Now, at least Cat is already down court when Gobert gets down court.
1: You know how I think it could work really well is, like, now now the minutes don't have to be maxed out. Now Cat doesn't have to play, you know, as much minutes as he possibly can, and Gobert has to be out there to protect the rim for as much of the game as humanly possible.
0: But they don't—they do so completely different things. I don't think— I wouldn't look at it that way, really. I mean, at least maybe in a little bit, yeah, they can alternate, but because they play so differently, when one's not in there, you're missing something the other one does.
1: I just, cat. I, I don't trust Kat at all. I told you this when we talked about it, but, yeah, I, like, he, he just showed he's a hack box. Gobert, yeah, I, Gobert it, is going to expose that more because now he has to guard perimeter players more. Cat does, or yeah, Gobert does? I'm. I imagine you're not putting Gobert on perimeter players. We've seen that.
0: Saint Cat does, yeah.
1: Cat mm-hmm. is the one who has. He's a little bit more mobile, barely. But mm-hmm. like my issue offensively, it could work really well. It probably will a lot of the time. Again, Cat's yeah. a guy who averages 24 and 12 playing on the perimeter most of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I don't think like Gobert really really makes him take better shots i i, I know he, what you're saying they, about the impact but bro, but he can't take, did not, he can take did the not, bad shots but dallas did not okay. team rebound on gobert they didn't box him out with multiple people like you said the clippers they did didn't that. miss any shots <laughs> dallas didn't miss any shots but utah did utah was <laughs> missing a lot of shots too. and gobert couldn't get them
0: yeah and and they turned the ball over a lot, too, and Gobert couldn't get back. So, I mean, it, and the thing is, I'm not saying Minnesota moves into the best team in the West. I'm just saying I think the only thing that it helps is it just gives Cat the freedom to take bad shots. Now Cat takes a bad shot, and it's, it's less worrisome of, like, Yo, Cat, you took a bad shot. We had zero rebounders down there. Now nobody's back. Long rebound. It's a wrap. It just seems like now, okay... You took a bad shot. At least we have someone that either could get a rebound, whether he does or doesn't. Yeah, it's just I just I just feel like it's more security for Cat to be more free. That's all, and I think that's what they want because Cat is their franchise guy, even though Edwards may be the better scorer at the moment. Uh,
1: I'll tell you yeah. what, man. I this puts their coach under a lot of pressure to me. Who is their coach? I I don't. I am not <laughs> sure to be honest.
0: Not sure either.
1: Well, I and I didn't forget the Memphis series. Watching it the whole time, got no clue who their coach is.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. I, I mean, I remember what he looks like. Mr. I just Mister
1: couldn't call a timeout.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. There's some <laughs> see, odd choices there. See, like to Best me, series.
1: Gobert. Again, I like the the idea that you have different ways to play now. But mm-hmm. now, now you also have more ways to get exposed. And to <laughs> me, to me, cat. you're and always going to have a
0: way to get exposed.
1: No, no, no. But Kat and Gobert now, like their rebounding upside is, is not the same as Dallas shooting them out the gym as Memphis, uh, as Morant still living in the pain. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the twin towers stopped Morant from getting layups.
0: It, they just maybe won't be as easy. I mean, no one's gonna stop Durant from. I mean, Morant from getting layups, but they just may not be as easy. Maybe the outlet pass is harder. You know, maybe that that's what they do. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. If Morant wants to get to the basket, maybe it's just gonna be dunks. He has to dunk it on Gobert now, or he has to dunk it on Cat. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and you're saying you're saying um. It doesn't stop Ram from getting layups. He led the league in paint points. No one stops him from getting layups. But if
1: you have twin towers that aren't protecting the rim, and even if they are, that means that means every shooter on in Memphis is getting wide open shots. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like to me, I just you're not beating Dallas with playing twin towers.
0: The thing is, they don't have to play. Gobert and Cat out there at the same time. That's, that's game, what I'm
1: right? counting on.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, now Dallas has JaVale McGee and Christian Wood. I think Cat and Gobert is a good matchup for them. Yeah. They still might lose because Dallas is still probably the better team, and they have the better, the best player on the court. But you know, it, it just I think I think a lot of teams are moving towards that. I'm, I'm not sure why uh boston is moving to the two bigs uh uh I, like obviously dallas is somebody else is i just can't think of it right now um uh, i can't remember but a lot of teams moving to the big two big lineup so i don't know i don't know why it had to be gobert but yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, man, I'm excited I mentioned to
1: you to, off here On either side. Huh? I'm excited either way. Like, if I'm right, you know, then, yeah, I've been yeah. right about Gobert for a number of years, but, and Cat, kind of the same thing. But if I'm wrong, again, like, this team could be really exciting.
0: Yeah, they're going to be exciting, I think, for sure. And if
1: they slow do. it down enough and, and play through Edwards and Cat the way they've kind of started to, yeah. They're gonna be tough, man.
0: Chris Finch is the coach's name. Mm. Assistant coach Pablo Prigioni.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, uh Chris Finch will call more timeouts this year. Hopefully.
0: And they, they signed Kyle Anderson and they signed somebody else, right? Oh, Bryn Forbes. So they signed like another it. shooter. I like it. And another and a, Ball-handling passer. Their I like final it too.
1: piece, it, Honestly, man, their final piece is trading deloading. I would agree. If they could get a quality, like Anderson kind of fills that, but if you could get a guard who could defend a little bit more, who could play a little faster, I mean. If they
0: got Kyrie, how good would they be? Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I mean, I think Kyrie, you know, the way he is – Playing with cat—that's not a good mix-up. But just from a basketball perspective, that's just—that's crazy. It's possible. They're—they're—they're a they're, they're West contender for sure to me, at full strength.
0: I've heard—I've actually heard a lot of media saying that that Brooklyn may want um, deloading back, for Kyrie.
1: I mean, I mean, dude, I'd go crazy, and if probably they probably can't do nothing, but I'd make a move for Durant.
0: Yeah, they, they don't have... Nah, <laughs> you know they don't got right, picks. They don't have anything. <laughs> they don't got any picks, they're, I
1: can tell you that.
0: Exactly, they traded all their picks away. But so. we,
1: okay, we've spent way too much time talking about Minnesota and kind of hypothetically what they're going to look like. Utah. Gotta talk about
0: Utah. Um, I'm surprised Mitchell has not demanded a trade at this point. They hired a very inexperienced coach who was a, um assistant coach from the Boston Celtics. I'm not sure of his tenure with the Boston Celtics. um, And I'm not going to look it up. He's
1: a random dude. He's like a random coach who's just been in a good spot.
0: Yeah. And Danny Ainge is the GM of Utah. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure they had some kind of relationship or at least Danny Ainge was probably his door into the Organization And listen, if he can coach, cool, but he is inexperienced. And I'm not, I don't think that Donovan Mitchell was looking for that, you know, coming into this season, rough season, just traded away his three-time De- Defensive Player of the Year, other all-star center. So um I can't imagine where his headspace is right now. But the team—they traded away Royce O'Neal. Um, Joe Ingles like, just signed with the
1: Bucks. Honestly, man, initially, just you know, letting Ingles sign with whoever and trading O'Neal, like y- you're kind of cleaning up some of the issues you had with the roster.
0: They lost Daniel House too. But I, I wouldn't—I wouldn't say cleaning it up if they didn't get anyone for them, because they only traded. Royce O'Neill for a pick, yeah. So that's another pick that they got. Um, uh, so, I, yeah, I didn't like Royce O'Neill, but trading him and getting nothing isn't necessarily better than than nah. just keeping him to but, me, especially if it's a Nets pick.
1: I'll put it differently. Maybe not like looking to clean up the roster, but they they look like they were like just gonna adjust the roster.
0: Yeah, it did. Now it definitely did.
1: Based on what they accepted for Gobert and based on how and who they hired as a coach, they're rebuilding. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and to to commit to it so blatantly.
0: Yeah, and you know, I've mentioned on here a lot of times, Donovan Mitchell is one of my favorite players in the league. I don't see how you do that with a player like him at his age. Who I think is, I mean, I think he's shown that he's capable of leading the league in scoring at some point. He's capable of being the top five scorer in the NBA. So, it's just, you just don't do that with that kind of player to me. Especially if it's such a long down the road move where you're getting, you know, seven years into the future picks from minnesota
1: yeah
0: yeah I, I i just don't see donovan mitchell waiting seven years or waiting four years for the team to be contending again and in the so, problem
1: like you're not gonna lose enough to to really rebuild like quickly why do you think that because donovan is not gonna let it happen
0: exactly and that that's the issue donovan is such a good player He'll win games. I mean, this season, if they went into the season like this, Donovan would probably lead the league in scoring starting the season out Yeah. because he just will not want to lose games. He's just that kind of competitor and that kind of winner. So he's just not the guy to to tank with. He's just not. He's not one of those guys. So it is going to be pretty tough. Um,
1: Like, this is so weird to me. This is so weird because – Portland was kind of in a similar situation for a long time. And Portland waited too long. Like, Portland sat on it. They kept trying to run it back. They kept, like, getting a different forward, a different big man. And, like, it took too long for for them to figure out that Terry Stotts, like, it's time to go. It's time to get a new coach in there. It's time to move McCollum and get new pieces. Yeah. Meanwhile, Utah is, like, they weren't a disaster to the point of, like, they couldn't run it back. No, they weren't. And yet, to them, now, all of a sudden, they're like, you know what, this isn't working at all. We're just going to scrap the game plan and run it back.
0: To me, they were just trade their pieces for other pieces away. I mean, I think it shows... I won't say it's disrespect, but it shows how the organization looks at Donovan. To me, they don't look at him as a franchise player if they do this. Because to me, I would say, all right, the team's not it. Let's trade Gobert. Let's get another big. Let's trade Conley. Let's get another guard. Let's do this again with Donovan and whoever new we get. And that's what Portland has started to do, at least now. They said, okay, get a new coach, a coach that he respects, cool. Alright, let's trade McCollum and see what we get. Cool, we got that. Let's get Jeremy Grant. Now they're doing that, and like you said, it is a little too late. But Donovan now in the prime, in his prime, it's like you could have made these trades and just upgraded, especially in this free agency. This was a perfect opportunity to just go for upgrades. I
1: know.
0: So um I don't have much else to say about them. It's just I don't think we're gonna I, talk I'm about them I'm expecting Donovan. This year. Yeah, and I'm expecting Donovan to, uh, to uh, request a trade pretty early. If he makes it to the season, I, I would expect this in the first three months of the season, probably. By December, I've, I would expect him on another team. Um, he just doesn't seem like a midseason trade-away guy either, though. He, he really I think doesn't. he'll
1: stick it out the year. I think he'll let it be a disaster for the year, and then in the off-season, he'll say something. I hope not. I hope not, but seems like a good character guy. I don't think he'll, uh, you know, ruin the team's chemistry to that extent.
0: And um, some of the moves Miami has made thus far, to me, has made it really difficult for them to get Donovan and, I mean, and for them to get Durant. But uh, I know the Donovan to Miami rumors were swirling early, but I think some of the moves they made made it really difficult. But now knowing that Utah really just wants picks, they don't really care about you know the player they get back. Anything is possible because he could just go for like he may go for deloading in three picks or whatever if they have any picks. They don't yeah. but he may go for someone someone minor in a bunch of picks at this point. Yeah. You know. If that's what they're doing cuz if if we're being honest, three-time defensive player of the year Seven-two big man, however many time all-star, all-NBA player, Malik Beasley, Pat Bev, and Jared Vanderbilt. Like, you don't, you, you, you know, looking like, at just the player for player. You got bench
1: players for him.
0: Yeah. You didn't yeah, get a so,
1: single, Pat Bev is like a borderline starter. Yeah. But, you know, you, you really didn't get any starters for him.
0: Right, and then the other two guys. Wow, I don't know if we've ever. I mean, obviously Kessler, we haven't seen him play in an NBA game. I don't yeah. know if Balmero has ever gotten on the floor. So, I I think that's optimistic for other teams because they say, all right, well, we got <laughs> we got Evan Fournier and some picks. You want them? That might work for what Utah is doing. You might.
1: I don't know, man. So, I, I don't see this this game this new game plan of theirs uh, working out sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, me either. Me either. All right, another trade that happened: um, Dejounte Murray to the Hawks uh, for Gallinari and also some picks. I'm not sure what the picks are, but. Um, Gallinari and some picks. That was like the first move that happened, right? Waved. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? We knew DeJounte Murray was getting triggered. We knew Atlanta would be active in this offseason. Didn't think they would be the ones to get DeJounte yes. Murray, though.
1: This is a mystery to me. I, I'm, I was a lot more negative on the Gobert because it's two guys I don't trust. I don't really... See them fitting like how the league is playing. This mm-hmm. one is a complete mystery to me. I can't predict what this is going to look like. I can't predict if Murray or Dejounte get better or worse, or if Trey or or Murray get worse from this or better. Mm-hmm. I really don't picture Trey Young giving up the ball, but at the same time, neither of them are really like heavy off-ball players.
0: Uh, well, I'll say they haven't had the chance to be, right? See, I like the sound of that. Trey has not had the chance to be off the ball
1: at all. No, he hasn't. Only when he comes out the fucking game.
0: (laughs) Right. So, um, I mentioned last season that I was hoping Trey did get a scoring off guard, right? Um, Someone who could handle the ball. I said I mentioned that pretty much all last season. I threw out some names. I threw CJ McCollum out. I threw Oladipo out. Um, I think I threw Brogdon out there. Uh, I, at that time, I didn't know Murray was available, but I still wouldn't have said him because he's really not, a, not the scorer, I think, that they would need. I, I would think someone needs to match Trey's ability to shoot and score from the perimeter. And that's not really Murray's game, even though he's improved. That's not really his game, but I do think this is huge on the defensive end. Yes, because Murray is a, I'd say he's pretty close to an elite defender at least right now, and
1: it's not Trey a lot not having
0: to guard. You said it's not a lot.
1: No, so no, it's not. That alone is makes and, him even more valuable than his Jordan stats did.
0: Right, and Trey not having to guard the best guard on the other team all night is great yeah i think trey being able to be off ball murray is a fantastic streaker he's someone that you know he'll poke the ball from behind somebody and take off and get easy layups and trey is the best arguably the best passer in the league right now so i think their chemistry when it comes to that will be really good um the thing is i don't know how much DeJounte Murray you get out of this, right? For me, and this is like a common theme with me, if I'm going to trade someone, I don't want like just a percentage of what they do if I trade him. Trade for him, I mean. So if I get DeJounte Murray and he's only going to be my Eric (laughs) Bledsoe, like just my defensive player and guy who runs the break, is I'm not sure if he's worth, and it was four first round picks and Gallinari. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what I need when there's other guys I could have got right. So that's my biggest mystery: how much Dejounte Murray do we get with Trey Young? He's not obviously. He averaged whatever it was, close to a triple double last 22, season. Twenty-two, nine and 21,
1: nine, something like that.
0: Yeah, twenty-one nine and nine, something like that. I don't think he averages nine assists with Trey, who already leads the league in assists. No. So.
1: And it, and the problem is he's not, like to your point, when you were imagining the 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 other guard for Trey to team up with, it has to yeah. be a guy who could score in a consistent way. Right. And the problem with Murray, he's not really consistent in any like scoring method.
0: No, he's not. He's just really quick. <clears throat> so long the, the arms. worry for
1: me is you're gonna That's get Murray is gonna get you Jordan number some nights when the floater's going, and then other nights mm-hmm. he's kinda gonna be a liability if he's just asked to be a perimeter shooter. Exactly. So that to me is you know, like he's gonna have to step up in a offensive area that I just don't know if he can.
0: I I agree. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. Murray is almost like a like if George Hill was like the best version of George Hill, he would be DeJounte Murray, probably. So that yeah. we've seen George Hill try to be with other elite scoring guards and it's just like he's just there. Yeah. You know, he's just floating around the court. Um and I say that when I'm I mean their body type is this very similar. They go to the basket very similar. Murray's obviously more aggressive, but long arms, great defenders. Um so I I'm not I don't love it, but I like that Atlanta did something. Because I, I do think I don't think this was their first option. I really don't. Especially now with the news. I mean now we know guys like Brogdon and Oladipo were available. Yeah. I I think that I'd be surprised if this was their go to, like, yo, or know, all season they've been waiting to make this trade. I'd be surprised. So I think they're gonna do more, but uh, I do like that they're at least doing something because they were getting stale yeah. as a team. But and I
1: will say, they, like, I think it makes Trey's game a little more efficient.
0: Oh, definitely. Even yeah.
1: the 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 really great thing about it is, even if we're getting a percentage of Murray, I think Trey's shots become much better. And and they I do, think and you, he, he's one of the best shooters in the league. But his percentages don't really look like it because he takes a lot of bad ones.
0: And the thing is, he can be doubled. He can be pressured. This is before now. He could be doubled. He could be pressured three-quarter court. You can't do that now. Right. Because you have someone who's who can attack. You have someone who can get the ball out of his hands. He can come off screens now. Last year, Herder Bogdanovich making that pass to Trey coming off a screen was so bad, they just decided to stop doing it. They did it sometimes. People think, oh, they just never tried that. They tried it, but they just they had no one that could get the ball to him. And now they have an elite passer, you know, a top five in the league. I think they were number three and number four in the league last year. And Trey had been leading one or two in assists before last year. I think they were three and four last year. So you got a passer that can make that pass, that can get Trey open. Another person who can throw lobs to Collins and – um, Capella, who I think probably just—I've never seen anyone but Trey throw a lob to either of them before. <laughs> so now you have another one who can get other people the ball. So that's that's huge. And like you mentioned with the Cat and um, Gobert thing, now Trey can take breaks, and you still have someone who can attack and score and handle the ball. Delon Wright just wasn't that i mean obviously delon wright is not He
1: signed with us didn't he with dc uh yeah 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 he
0: did yeah but he was there last year and he just was not the game slowed down you know he's really a perimeter passer so they they missed a lot with him out there as the primary guard and i think murray definitely makes a big a big help for that because trey gets in foul trouble shoots bad now we got Murray. I also love like now score.
1: they fall into one of the, and a lot of most of the league falls into this. But when they're struggling or getting defended well, it's all jumpers. Mm-hmm. Like in the thought because you know Trey's a shooter, Bogdanovich is everybody's a shooter. Now yeah. now you have a guy who no matter if we're shooting the ball well or not, I'm attacking. Yep, and I think again, it maybe doesn't fit perfectly, but it helps them in the long run, especially in playoff matchups.
0: Yeah, it does yep, and I, this will get more looks for the big guys, big time. Hundred percent. Murray led the league in steals. John Collins is going to get some fast break dunks. I don't know if John year. Collins is going to be sure. there, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm. I'm just going off what they have right okay, now. Yeah. Right, it, what they have. I think they're going to be more active, but from what they have right now. They're gonna get some more points for everybody's gonna get more chances. They still have looks.
1: that big man, right? Uh, don't remember his name. Torres his ACL. Okongu? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like He's to still see him. Contract.
1: I'd like to see him uh, get a bigger role.
0: Yeah, he should. He should. If Capella's there when they start too, I'm not sure. Um, we'll see, but I like the team they have right now so far.
1: Yeah, this is. I am um, more excited about also. this than Gobert significantly.
0: They traded traded Herder for Mo Harkless That's and right. Justin Holiday.
1: I like it. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a sneaky. You upgrade the athleticism a little bit.
0: Yeah, and and defense. Exactly. Both of them are long defenders. If they're getting stops with Trey Young out defenders.
1: there, East East might want to be careful.
0: They. Hawks were a team that were dying for one, for one for two trades. They really were because they just needed depth. They had no depth last season. Yeah. And now they definitely do. Definitely. Yeah. So, cool. Last trade. Um, arguably the most significant. And I, I definitely think we called this trade um, maybe a year ago.
1: I mean, but, we've been talking about Boston getting a point guard for so many years.
0: But uh, you, we've said this name. 100%. <laughs> I know Multiple times. Yeah. Uh, and neither one of us see him as much of a true point guard, but we have mentioned, man, if they could just get someone like Malcolm Brogdon, yes. who uh, got traded for Daniel Tice and uh, somebody else, right? I'll look it up. But he got traded for mainly Daniel Tice uh, to the Boston Celtics, uh, the defending Eastern Conference champions.
1: Yeah. And, and, I mean, Boston before this move really didn't have much of an excuse not to go back to the finals. And Uh and now they have none, to be honest.
0: Aaron Nismith Daniel Tice, Nick Stauskas, Malik Fitz, and Jawan Morgan.
1: How did you get rid of like all the guys that were only coming in garbage minutes (laughs) to get exactly (laughs) what you needed? That's crazy. Um,
0: It is crazy seeing these teams make these trades that are like,
1: what is with this collection? Like, let's let's just collect assets. Like, what are these guys gonna do?
0: I don't know. And they got one pick out of that. Like, bro. I'd have to get two Snouskis picks. is coming places.
1: in. I, I'd be willing to bet he's not cracking the rotation.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. And he's not. And I like him. Tice will play because they're going to trade Miles Turner one of these days. Tice will probably play. Neesmith probably won't get in either. I mean, and I've never seen Malik Fitz play. And Juwan Morgan, I saw him on the Jazz. He's not going to play. So it's you know strange. Indiana is yeah they got him they got Brogdon. I will say Brogdon hasn't been healthy for a while. Most of his career, I could see some teams. Right, and I could see some teams being hesitant about that. And he has no reason to be. His, I mean, he's super. He's cut. He's always in great shape. He's super strong. Crazy
1: athletic things too.
0: Yeah, yeah. He. I mean, it's weird how. Strong he is, and how athletic he looks for him to really not be that fast, not jump high. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I mean, that could be because of the injuries, of course.
1: Yeah. But he he, he got hurt up in college. Exactly. No, nah, I actually think he was healthy. He played in Virginia, right?
0: Yeah, he, he played all four years. I. Th- for some reason, I thought he got hurt one year, though.
1: That that senior year, he did not get hurt. I'll t- I can tell you that. That player of the year. No, that senior was, year, yeah. You know, becoming a top tier draft pick, he was good.
0: Yeah, it was him, Joe, <clears throat> uh, Justin Anderson.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kyle Guy, I believe. No, the maybe Guy. Guy maybe he was been, real young though. Yeah, he was like a bench player at that. London
0: point. London Parentes that, was that the point. Yeah. yeah.
1: Virginia was nice at. for a couple of years. <laughs> they were real nice. But we're yeah. getting off topic, man. I think this, <laughs> this cleans up exactly the mistakes Boston made in the finals. Like, absolutely. Like we're taking bad shots, having bad turnovers. Somebody has to consistently play under control. Yes, and and I actually and like, that is what he does best. Like Pritchard, kind of tries. He's just not enough of like an individual threat.
0: Exactly.
1: brogdon is is exactly like what you need at that point
0: i mentioned they just need someone that's good at everything that can get to the basket and get people shots that's it because the thing is brogdon you cannot back off brogdon you cannot play too close to brogdon because he'll go to the basket and he'll get you 20 and and if he goes to the basket he's someone who can find kickouts he's big he's strong and you know i think not that Smart didn't kick the ball out, but Smart's drives weren't as much of a threat for the team to collapse. A lot of times Smart would kick the ball out and somebody would be standing there because they didn't help on defense. They didn't need to help. But yeah. Brogdon is a guy that you have to help on because he's someone who will tear you up in the paint. Yeah, he's yeah. a really nice floater, nice pull-up jumper. So
1: And the problem with Smart being like kind of the third player in their big three i guess is mm-hmm. again he's inconsistent so he'll get you 31 night and he'll get you oh for eight the next night it,
0: but the thing is it, even if he got 0 for eight he doesn't make good plays for them anyone else to get more points that's the thing but that's the thing like it would be Brogdon, fine if he got
1: Brogan. to yeah. me is taking good shots he's getting you the 10 15 if he's getting the good shots
0: yeah and the good thing is, if he doesn't, you know he's getting everyone else good shots. Yeah, he's not
1: throwing, That's, he's not doing the, the really dumb, like, passes all the time.
0: No, he's not. He'll just keep it and just go score if, yeah. if he doesn't have anything. Granted, I haven't seen Brogdon play in, like,
1: four years, it feels minute, like. Yeah.
0: But the Brogdon I remember
1: the is Milwaukee all the things a. he was saying. I remember Milwaukee Brogdon very well.
0: Yeah, and that even first year Indiana... I think he was hurt maybe first year in Indiana, but the first full year he played for Indiana. He was good. He was a I, rookie of the you year, know, right? I caught some games.
1: Huh? He was like a he was a rookie of the year in a very boring rookie year, if I remember.
0: For for Milwaukee, but I, it was I wanna say it was between him and somebody else though. It, it was, was
1: it was a little controversial if I remember. I can't remember who it yeah. was.
0: Yeah, it was controversial. Man, I can't remember who it was either. Yeah,
1: but Brogdon like Brogdon is exactly who I pictured when I saw Boston struggling and when I'm like thinking about who could help them. Yeah. So to me they're complete.
0: I They're officially complete.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I can't I can't say that they need anybody else. No. I really can't.
1: Yeah. From, from all yeah. year, all here, here, we're going to talk about is what Boston's doing on the court.
0: Yeah. Brogdon redshirted his sophomore year after suffering a serious foot injury. That, so that was the year. Mm. I knew he missed one year in, the, uh, in college.
1: And you know, f- um, I swear, man, people get feet problems. That shit does not go away.
0: Yeah. Yep brogdon averaged the fewest points per game and fewest minutes per game in the rookie of the year awards history
1: yeah he only averaged like 14 or something 15 maybe
0: who who was the other one i wonder that year i can't it doesn't say who it was but anyway what year was it all right um 16 17 we'll
1: come back to this off air for sure yeah
0: yeah all right um Oh, that was Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons. Yeah, that was Ben Simmons' actual rookie year.
1: Oh, that that's was his... right. That's right. That was a surprise. It wasn't as controversial as I thought, but it was a surprise. That's what it was.
0: Well, it was – let me tell you who was in the class. Ingram, Jalen Brown, Buddy Hill, Jamal Murray, Sabonis, um, Siakam, DeJounte <clears throat> Murray.
1: Who all, all these, I mean, hey, they all turned out great, but they were not ready year one like Brogdon was.
0: Brown and Ingram had good rookie years and Buddy, but no, they didn't have it like Brogdon. I think Buddy probably led at least in minutes that year because Buddy was like Sacramento's, oh no, New Orleans. He was New Orleans' like go to guy for a little while, but yeah, I don't. I remember him getting pitched pretty, pretty quick, though. Yeah, and got traded quick. Yeah, Karis LeVert, Malik Beasley was there too. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Jake Yakupodil. Um, any more trades? No,
1: right? None that are like you know besides like the regular role player adjustments.
0: Um, yeah. Let's talk about signees. Um, just some. Let's go small first. Uh. Where do you want to start there?
1: Um, Bobby Portis coming back to Milwaukee was crucial. Very. Very crucial. Crucial, because it, oh, of, of, it keeps their front court at a really high level.
0: There was a lot of uh, staying yes. going on this free agency, which I thought was a surprise. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I love Bobby coming back. Oh, John Wall to the Clippers. We we haven't
1: gotten to talk about that. Yeah, not on air. That's right. I forgot. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, this is a great move. Like, it doesn't matter if he doesn't give them much. It's a great move.
0: They're another team we mentioned for the past three years. Needing a point guard, and they absolutely got it. I mean, I mean, in the for a steal,
1: yeah, for nothing, basically. But but like, he was whoever was getting him, that was going to be the case, yeah. So he was, you know, he was going to help a team substantially, regardless of who the team was,
0: yeah. But the but you would think that a team that had more money would have been able, like, would have gotten gotten him or a team that would actually really, really need him, you know? Like, the Clippers needed a point guard, but they didn't need John Wall. You know what I'm saying? Uh. They needed a point guard, but they didn't need an ex-Rookie of the Year, ex-All-Star, you know, triple-double-threat point guard. That's what I mean. So... Um, I, he's a pretty big pickup for them, especially this year. They're looking into contending.
1: Yeah, man. I, I think to be healthy, their health is their only piece that they need. They're missing. Yeah, which I don't trust that they'll yeah. it'll be there all year. But hopefully, I'm wrong on that one too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, looks good for them, man. I I think I think he's gonna be really nice on the break for them. I think they're gonna get a lot of easy baskets thanks to him i think their offense their offense gets cleaned up a lot too if they use him right i think he cleans up their offense big time
1: and i love Um, the the idea of him playing with just paul george like you know because Kawhi i'm sure will be sitting out every now and then i really want to see just them two playing together a lot
0: (laughs) it's bad when you don't want to see the team's best player no, no, no! In the playoffs,
1: in the playoffs, I want to see everybody. But during the year, yeah. I, I actually want to see because, like, the way they played without Kawhi this year, I think Wall fits that flawlessly. I agree. So, like, it, I mean, we talked about this off air too, but it's really up to Kawhi to put it all together. Yeah. Yep. The team is ready. They showed this year that they're ready to me.
0: Yeah, they were really competitive this year, too. Really competitive. Um, Let's see. What else? Who else do we have?
1: Trade-wise, I can't think of anybody. Anybody significant, at least.
0: Uh, I want to talk real quick about the Lakers' outstanding (laughs) free agency.
1: (laughs) Oh... Yo, they make the Knicks look good. <laughs> they make the Knicks look like they're having a fire-off season.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, the Lakers have lost Malik Monk, who signed with the Sacramento Kings, which will be fun. Him and uh, De'Aaron Fox are back together. Kentucky um, duo. Um, Who else did they lose? Not um, sure if they've lost anyone else.
1: Nobody that matters.
0: But... In exchange, they signed Juan Toscano Anderson, the defending champ.
1: A little championship the pedigree champ. there.
0: Championship pedigree. They signed Troy Brown Jr. Former DC Wizard and Chicago Bull. They signed Damian Jones. I believe he has a ring with I Golden he State. Does
1: too. Get to the the signature signing.
0: Lonnie Walker, the fourth, who will take the place of their dynamic scorer. Uh, Man,
1: Lakers are hilarious, dude. Oh, Oh, Lakers are so funny. You know what sucks is I think Lonnie Walker to like like a Milwaukee or, or any of these, like a Toronto, would be vicious. I think he'd have a huge impact. I think he he has easily six-man capabilities. Yeah. And he went to where they're probably going to fuck his career up. <laughs> yeah. Because all Is we're going to see, I'm, all, I'm ready to see it now. <clears throat> Bricks. Yeah. That's all we're going to see from Lonnie Walker next year. Yeah. I can tell you right now, he'll probably so. he'll it'll ruin his career.
0: I think he'll have like one good game every like ten games that he gets like twenty plus minutes.
1: Which is he'll be worse than what Malik Monk was. Yeah. Like at for least sure. Monk really would go off every now and then. Right. Walker's like a twenty point guy at in going off.
0: Yeah, that's his going off. You're right
1: you right. The Lakers are just like, just random shit. Let's just scoot random shit because nobody wants to come here.
0: I I really don't get why I want to Anderson's gone. Well, we, let me just talk about the Warriors real quick. Mm. The amount of players is the Warriors, players, coaches, just team-affiliated players that they've lost is just
1: kind of nuts. It's a lot.
0: Um, they lose Juan Toscano Anderson. They lose Otto Porter, who signed with the Raptors. They lost Damian Lee, who signed with the Suns. They lost Bialisa, who signed overseas. Yeah. Um, I'm missing somebody. I think I'm missing somebody. Maybe not. <clears throat> they lose Barbosa, who was one of their player development coaches.
1: Um, you lost, uh, dang. who was the Mike Brown
0: lost Mike Brown. Who's their assistant coach, their lead assistant, lead assistant. It just it, it's kind of strange if I'm being honest. And all they did was sign Dante DiVincenzo,
1: which is solid to replace which is not those bad. guys. Um,
0: yeah, not bad when he gets I, healthy. I,
1: I, it's tough because the Warriors, the job is very simple. Like you just need depth. It doesn't have to be good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to like be complete or and fill out the the positions well. You just need guys who fit what you're doing, which is essentially any fucking NBA level player. Right. But like again, you need the depth. Now you don't have it. Now, now right. more more uh, more pressure, more weight on Steph, Clay, right. who. Don't forget it's coming off of, you know, being out two years. Yep. Steph is not a carry the year and play 82 games guy. Not at all. He, he was setting up their lottery year. He was setting up an MVP candidate and just yeah. couldn't, I mean, he just couldn't keep that going because it was too much work. Right. Right. Again, now, now you you can't really sub Draymond Green and expect people to step in and and pick up the slack because you don't have that. Right. Without Belitza, without uh, uh, hypothetically, if they lose Porter, you just don't. They lost Porter. Right. So you don't even have it. Oh, Gary Payton. They lost Gary Payton the second right. to Porter. Another guy. Another guy who like. Again, like Steph, you, you gotta sub him out. Yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of how the game works. Yep. And now, like, you're just putting Steph in a tough You're putting your three stars. You're putting Wiggins in a tougher spot. I think the depth is the only thing that keeps him from repeating.
0: I agree. They did sign Looney back. Um, that was huge. I assume Andre Iguodala, yeah, that was big. I assume Andre Iguodala moves into Barbosa's role now, actually, as player development, not necessarily assistant coach. Um, But yeah, they lost every free agent other than Looney so far. And that's the thing. I I I, I would have
1: told you coming in like, yo, Looney's the most important one. Yeah. But not, not if you're losing everyone else. Exactly. Yeah it's not the like
0: they is, overpaid him no they didn't and the thing is i think in my opinion the other guys have to be replaced at least with what they do right like you don't need auto porter but you need someone who can play the four and can hit a three you need that they need that somewhere same as by elites they need somebody like that iguodala's gone they need someone with length that can play some defense um Gary Payton the second they need someone who can play versatile defense off the bench. Rest of the guys that didn't play, I mean, it is what it is. But losing one, two, three, four, five, six guys, and only getting one back, it's
1: tough. Hey, I mean, as a competitor though, I think Steph, Clay, and Draymond and, and Wiggins are in an awesome spot
0: i do too and the thing is we have i mean we haven't seen full healthy clay yet in my opinion
1: no yeah I i think a full off season of training is is what what a guy really needs to get back
0: yeah so we're getting more clay than we did but not i mean still there's still guys and there's still a lot of free agents out there it's still relatively early um as far as free agency goes so and there's still room for trades as well um but yeah, but if they could get See, another
1: guy like another guy or two like Divincenzo, they're fine. I agree. Just again, yeah. a guy to, to come in and contribute, which is Divincenzo's high IQ player. He'll move the ball. He'll attack whatever based on whatever shots he's getting. It's a perfect fit.
0: I agree. I I think they need a another auto porter to be like back to back champions. But as far as them being good and, you know, still competitive, still high playoff seed, they don't they're good with what they got. Like you said, with DiVincenzo, someone else like him, they'll be fine. But I think they'll miss Gary Payton the second and um Otto Porter if they want to repeat.
1: Yeah, man. I just just the grind of the season. Like I'm if they're healthy, I don't really I'm not worried about how they match up with people either way. But, like, mm-hmm. it's harder to be healthy when you got less guys to throw out there during the year.
0: And less specialists. That's the thing. They're losing specialists, you know? Yeah. But, but that's what you need off the also, bench.
1: They're also in a spot where, again, best G League development probably in the league. So, wouldn't be surprised at all if we get some new guy we've never heard before to, to pop off. And then Kuminga yeah. has to get clocked next year.
0: Has to. Yeah.
1: Wiseman, you know, praying is healthy next year for some of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, they're, yeah. Not, they're not in an awful spot. They're just in a dangerous spot. Right.
0: Right. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, the Bulls, real quick. Yes. They signed Andre Drummond. They signed Goran Dragic. Dragic, sorry. Um, I don't think they lost anybody other than Troy Brown Jr. See ya. Um, and Tristan Thompson. See ya.
1: We had a good run. Nice knowing you. I,
0: I actually think they signed Tony Bradley back early, like real early in the free agency. Um, it's
1: kind of random, but all right.
0: Yeah. And then they obviously kept Zach Levine, and they signed Derrick Jones Jr. back as well. Uh, Most of their free agents were expendable. I guess Tony Bradley, they just gave an extension or an option to. But, um, yeah, their free agents were Troy Brown Jr., Tyler Cook, Malcolm Hill, Derrick Jones Jr., Zach Levine, Matt Thomas, and Tristan Thompson. They lose everybody but Zach, Derrick, they sign. Drummond and Dragon. they didn't lose a soul, which I love, and they only got better.
1: Bro, they they did like exactly what we wanted them to do. Yeah, maybe like maybe I would have liked for them to get a better center, but now honestly, to be honest, I really Drummond is solid because at least now when when you take Vucevic out the game, who's doing nothing but shooting jumpers, you get a guy in Mm -hmm. there who's only around the rim.
0: Who's, you know, one of the freak. best rebounders ever, <laughs> yeah, one of the best rebounders ever. Athletic freak, great lob threat. Yes, he's someone who just plays hard every game. He, you know, Drummond, he's heavy footed, but he picks up, like he picks up off the screen pretty well for someone his size. Yeah, like he, he's not locked down D, but for some reason I, I've always noticed it. But if you someone sets a pick and Drummond is there, he's not like an easy blow by.
1: No. It's because he's Unless so athletic. You know,
0: right. Yeah, he is. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think it's the perfect uh, fit for them. Uh, obviously, Levine is was one. the biggest piece to bring back. They did that. Yeah, Drogic gives you the only thing their guard play was missing last year was probably veteran leadership. They got that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. I can't imagine DeRozan slowing down because teams couldn't stop him from playing his game last year. Right. So, and, it, and
0: a few times they did, it was because they were missing everybody. Everybody was hurt. Yeah, man. Patrick Williams was hurt. Levine was in and out yep. a lot of the season. They were missing both their guards. Now, even if Lonzo misses more time, which we're expecting him to, they have Dragic, yep. who's another great who played great last season. And, and too.
1: now you get another year of the sun mood developing. So he's going to be better. You already look good. Yep. Uh, like this again, they did exactly what I wanted. We talked about right after the year, we talked about them running it back. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what they're doing. I love it.
0: Yeah. And <clears> even <throat> in the playoffs, they, they obviously they ran up against the defending champions. That's, that's the thing in itself. They weren't fully healthy this is Billy's first year yeah. with these guys. I would say he had the hardest job in the league this season as far as chemistry. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to get Zach Levine, who takes 25 shots, with DeRozan, who takes 25 shots, with Vucevic who's used to taking 20-plus shots. Getting them all to work without a point guard is, you know, super crazy difficult. Yeah. So next year going in, he probably has learned from the mistakes that they had in the playoffs and... New new outlook on the team. I'm excited for them, big time. Yeah,
1: I, I think time. they're only going to get better. I think, you know, they should have pushed, if they were healthy, they would have gave Milwaukee a lot more trouble without Middleton. Yeah. Like, once Middleton yeah. goes went out, the, the front court and the role players played well and kind of took over, that doesn't happen with Chicago healthy, with Levine healthy, with now a big man that's a purely inside player yep. i mean i they're set to me
0: i agree just hell i agree yeah uh now lastly let's talk about some of the remaining um some of the remaining free agents out there there are still a few nice names um I guess not that nice. I guess the Lakers haven't re-signed Carmelo yet, so Carmelo is still a free agent. DeMarcus Cousins, who had a pretty decent comeback season last year, uh, just, although he wasn't fully healthy.
1: I, I, like I don't get He's come back. He's not coming back. He's back. Yeah. I don't know why the <laughs> league is not ready for it.
0: Right, and he looked great. I mean, he looked great last season to me. I know. Great. Uh, Avery Bradley uh, Sergey Ibaka is out there Markeith Morris is out there Austin Rivers is out there Hassan Whiteside is out there Decent backup big um, Thomas Bryant is a young backup big that I think is a nice addition to a team if you don't have someone like him I think he's someone that is nice nice to have he likes to spread the floor he's not bad uh, TJ Warren, coming off an injury, currently an unrestricted free agent, hasn't been signed yet.
1: TJ Warren's a guy I uh, mentioned foot problems. One foot problem turned yeah. into years of foot problems.
0: Yeah, yep. Colin Sexton, who uh, another coming off an injury, but showed that he's talented scorer, talented defender, good guard, good really young yeah, guard in the league.
1: It sucks that he got um, hurt because he would have got paid this off season.
0: Oh oh for sure. Yeah.
1: There's a good chance and he, he still
0: and he's gets paid. Yeah, and he's someone that really doesn't have a lot of negatives. I mean, if your team is decent, he's not gonna bring a lot of negatives to the roster. Uh Lamarcus Aldridge came back last season, not sure where he is health wise. James Johnson is still available. Blake Griffin is still available. Uh, Montres Harrell is actually an unrestricted free agent um, dealing with legal issues. Uh, Miles Bridges is a restricted free agent dealing with legal issues. Dealing with both both
1: um, dealing with severe legal issues.
0: Severe. Not,
1: not like a slap on the wrist. He'll be back soon. A lot tougher than that.
0: Yeah. Rondo is available uh not sure if the players that were in the christian wood trade were waived or not that would be trey burke Bobon, sterling brown marquis chris i'm not sure if they're if they kept them or not but if not they're available compasso is available uh i think that is basically it eanes freedom is available schroeder is available dennis schroeder is available yeah.
1: You know what that tells me? Matt like,
0: Stevenson is available.
1: I'm not impressed by, like, really any individual name. But the collective uh-huh. tells me that the, the teams that are, like, close and need to make a move and are not doing it, there's no excuse. Yeah. I agree. There's no yeah. excuse. Some of
0: me. these guys are are easy pull triggers, yep. especially for a minimum contract Exactly, to me.
1: That's the, the wall th- situation, like – Okay, maybe Wall doesn't play or he doesn't play well. Okay, so he's out the rotation. He's not hitting you hard financially. You're fine. Right. It's low risk and, you know, medium to high reward. A lot of these guys, maybe the reward's not as high, but you know they're going to come in and contribute. Yeah. Like James Johnson in a lot of situations has played well.
0: Yeah, and he he basically does whatever you need him to do. He, like, fits to whatever. The, all right, that's what we're doing. This is the kind of game we play. All right, I'll do that. Exactly. He's one of those guys. Um, Simi Ojale, Rodney Hood, <laughs> uh, Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard still available. Jarrett Culver. Ty's uh, – I'm not sure if Tyus Jones got signed. I, I might have missed that. I think If he, he did, did. I, I missed it. Okay. Caleb Martin is a restricted free agent from Miami. Cody Martin did get re-signed to um, Charlotte. Javon Carter, Wes Matthews, I'm not sure if they are back to Milwaukee. Um, Joshua Kogi just signed with Phoenix. He's still on this list, but he just signed with Phoenix. Uh, running out of names here. PJ PJ Dozier. Uh, Etuan Moore, haven't seen him play in a long time. Paul Millsap is still available. Alfred Payton, Abdel Nader, Frank Kaminsky, still available. Uh, and I think that's, I think that's it. Jeremy Lamb, Josh, uh, that's the other Josh Jackson. That's it.
1: That's it, man. I, I really don't... None of those names are like... Eric Pascal. Individually stand Pascal's out to one me. One. Again, it's yeah. more about teams making moves. Like, teams that need moves, they should be making them.
0: Sadoransky is available, too. He's a good I guess you guys didn't re-sign him. He's a good pickup, most of, too. Most yeah. of those guys... But, yeah, you're right. Like,
1: you, you got to bring him in with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Don't just bring him in to just, like, have somebody. It, it has to be for a specific kind of, like, situation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of these guys are just, like you said, very low risk. Like Eric Pascal, if you play him, there's not that much risk. If you don't, you just don't, you know? Exactly. So. And then the big name, DeAndre Ayton. The DeAndre Ayton situation has not been figured out yet. He's still a restricted free agent. The Suns have already said they're probably not going to offer him his qualifying offer. That's huge. Uh, the max that would stay um so ty's jones,
1: jones by the way coming back to memphis
0: okay good good move good. by them yeah um so we'll see what happens with deandre aden there's a lot of names tied to trade for him so we'll see how that yeah. goes atlanta was up there chicago was there for a while um we'll see I tell you what, Chicago making the trade for Capella and John Collins now would be nuts.
1: Dude, super. Nuts. Nah, man, I gotta stop. I, I these these hypotheticals are too <laughs> vicious to to commit to. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm only saying because they've been in talks for Aiton. Yeah. so all the teams in talks for we were also in talks for John Collins. So
1: Collins, just Collins throwing it been out there been weird. Like Collins has had interest from the Wizards uh from somebody else that was kind of ran maybe sacramento or somebody i was like like this is not a fit that i'd expect either side to like really want
0: yeah he's not someone that i could really picture any team like being dying for because he doesn't really impact the game that much just he's just fun to watch when he's going when he plays well he's fun to watch but other than that i just i don't think he hurts anybody I don't think he doesn't fit in any roster, but it's just, is it is weird to see like someone that actually wants him because he doesn't do enough for me to get on the phone and say, "Yo, what are you doing with John Collins?"
1: Yeah, you know.
0: <clears throat> all right, well, I think that is all we have. Uh, real quick, for the NBA. I forgot
1: to mention because I think I did. I said the Nets pretty much are kind of bringing everybody back after after the KD yeah. thing, but. Denver getting Bruce Brown was a really good pickup.
0: It was a really good pickup. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. You're right. It gives
1: them versatility because they they're going a little thinner in the backcourt. So that's gonna be weird. Yeah. So getting multiple ways of, of playing up top, that, that works well for them, I think.
0: That trade in general, we didn't we didn't talk about um Oh yeah. Getting Bruce Brown there and the Wizards getting uh Monty Morris and Will Barton, who I mean I like it. They were great players for Denver. I mean, not great, but they were contributors for Denver. But as soon as Murray gets healthy, they just let him go. Huh?
1: It took Murray. They a just really didn't to want to pay fair. them. Right. Nah, you know what? Really I think just messed didn't it, want to it up is Bones Highland being way better than they probably thought. Yeah. Like Barton, I that if, is what if Highland played that well, I'd be like, yo, Barton, like you got you either got to change your game or, or you got to go somewhere else.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: so I get it. And Morris I'm a little more surprised, but he's a great. He's a, he's he's one of the few like scoring point guards who actually plays the position properly.
0: Yeah. He he's he's very steady, doesn't turn the ball yeah. over. Similar to Ty. Makes Jones. good decisions. Yeah, very similar, yeah. I think Monty probably takes better shots cuz he cuz he has a uh Good like a, passer on the team. Jokic is really the point guard. Yeah. Morris could just get get out there and be aggressive. And Morris
1: is like a more of uh, a mid-range killer. Like Jones, Jones settles or he'll attack. Uh, mm-hmm. Monty will take mid-ranges if you give it to him. He
0: he takes any shot you give to him, which is one thing I love about yeah. him. If he's open, he, he knows to take it. Yeah. Take that shot.
1: Yeah, I think he's a great um, fit. Start. I don't know if he'll start, probably will. But him and Beal starting together is a good fit.
0: Did you guys get Johnny Davis in the draft?
1: Yeah. Might have traded him. Oh, though.
0: I forgot. I forgot who you guys. Either we traded how that him or we up.
1: traded for him. But I could be tripping.
0: Yeah. I forgot, too. I don't remember. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Hold on. Before if, we get out of here. If you guys got a rookie guard.
1: Forget D.C. What? Before we get out of here, we're not going to talk about the Knicks signature signing?
0: Nothing to talk about, man.
1: <laughs> I love how the Knicks... They like, cleared the roster. I love how there's been a lot of reports about KD and Brooklyn. We don't really know shit. Phoenix with Aiden, we don't really know shit. Like, besides the guys that have re-signed, it's a mystery. What's going to happen? With Collins, it's a mystery.
0: We knew... Like three weeks three ago. Three weeks that... ago
1: that. The Knicks are going all out for Brunson. Yeah. Yeah.
0: His dad played for the Knicks, right?
1: Yeah. That th- That's what it takes for guys to want to go there, bro. That's it. Nobody else wants to go there.
0: Crazy thing is, I think it was only like, like 50,000 different from what uh, the Mavs were offering them to stay. But I think it was it may have been I take it back, it may have been like over a different amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Knicks were doing it a hundred over four and Dallas was a hundred over five or a hundred over three versus a hundred over four. Something like that. I, I think it was one year difference that Mavericks offered him and he didn't take it. So Yeah, the Knicks traded Nerlands Noel, Kimball Walker they and Alec Burks no, no, no. for nothing. They didn't trade
1: him, they salary dumped them.
0: Salary dumped him, but they got cash to pay Jalen Brunson. (laughs) Uh, Kim Walker's a free agent. Huh? Kim Walker's a free agent that's available.
1: He's a good one, but man, your Knicks are one one good year and we couldn't even figure out how to build on that.
0: Was it a good year?
1: I mean, their playoff year, you know, Trey Young doesn't go crazy. I think would have been a an even bigger playoff run than it was
0: if we had Rose this past season we probably I would have said it was a good year because we would have have made it to the playoffs I think
1: Yeah. I don't know know about making the playoffs but you would have been fighting for the play in much longer if Rose was playing
0: yeah yeah Uh. what else that's it, I guess, about the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. The Knicks are up to something, man. Golden State is up to something, too. That's, the telling
1: difference you. is the league cares what Golden State is up to. Nobody cares what the Knicks are
0: up to. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh,
1: the,
0: the thing is, I don't know what Golden State could be up to because they can't trade anyone because they let everybody go. So I wonder... The thing is, they opened up a lot of cap space by losing six guys and only getting DiVincenzo and Looney. So, yeah, something, something's brewing. KD. I don't know who it is.
1: KD, you don't want to come back? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't want KD back. No,
1: KD, yeah. If, if KD really wants to retain some level of respect, he can't go back there.
0: That would be hilarious. That would be the funniest well, thing to God. ever happen in NBA history. But they don't—they wouldn't be able to give them anything but money, so and picks. Yeah, that's true. They Warriors haven't used their picks really, other than, I mean, they—they they use Kaminga, but they only use their picks when they're high picks. Yeah. And now they just won the championship. They're sure. expecting to be good. They're not going to use their picks. No. So, and Wiseman wasn't even their pick. It was Minnesota's pick that was. From uh, D'Angelo, right? I think so. believe. No, it couldn't have been because they got uh, – maybe Camingo was. Because um, Edwards that. was the other pick that they had. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah. The, um, Watch out for Golden State. Phoenix. Watch out for Phoenix. And watch out for the Knicks. They got something brewing for sure. Knicks are going to make a trade, I think. I don't think the Knicks go into the season with this roster. No way.
1: Let's hope. Let's hope somebody's willing to work with them.
0: <laughs> Probably somebody that will trade everything for that leaves us in one season, like everybody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, please subscribe. Turn notifications on follow us on instagram no clue podcast um we will see you guys next time hopefully some trades have happened by then and we'll probably talk about other things other than basketball by then you have anything else mike
1: Nah, man well uh we didn't really get to touch on the the draft picks we'll we'll cover that a little bit more uh next time
0: yeah full recap of the draft picks um At least the ones that we think we'll actually see. We would
1: have covered it today, but free agency has already been too explosive, so we have to talk about it.
0: Yes, indeed. Yep. All right. We will see you guys next time.